0: The Bliss of the Abyss. Once upon a time in a land far away, a poor farmer and his wife lived all alone. They were very (laughs) lonesome. Abyss. With Robert Newmark Jones. So oh, let's test this. Test, test, test. Two, two, two. One, 222121212 test, test. Yes, it sounds good. Oh, and welcome to another episode of The Bliss of the Abyss featuring your host, me, Robert Newmark Jones. Ruskin, Denmark, a collection of letters when laid out from left to right which spelled one of those things or many. Hello, welcome back. How are we doing? I um, hope you've had a good week. hope you've had a good weekend. Uh, I'm doing very well. I'm uh, I'm in the um, same room that I always record in, but it's undergone a little bit of a renovation. Uh, I've chucked out the old bed. It was this sort of rank old. It wasn't that rank or old, but it was rank and old and stained and blooded. Uh, <laughs> no. uh because we used to have um airbnb people here from time to time in the before times in the before times and uh obviously that doesn't happen anymore um uh but i was still recording in this room because it's like the spare and so now got rid of that put a kind of office chair in there um so it's it's a bit more spacious uh, i've got a bit, bit more desk room here um but the sound might sound a bit different so um Bear with me on that. If it does, uh, I'm working on sort of making sure it's crisp and clean and pure, um, because I know that's the kind of audio my devotees want. Um, so, um, what's new with you? No, go on. I'll wait. I'll wait. Don't worry. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> uh, I'm good. Um, I tell you one thing. Um, about the weekend Right? You know the weekend? The bit after the week But still part of the week When the working day is done Girls They wanna help. Wanna Just wanna Just wanna Just wanna help um, I got into a reverie Oh, what's reverie? Reverie Daydream That's right Got into a reverie um, the other day just remembering the before times. (sighs) Do you remember the before times? Times from before. Mm. Slapping your friend on the back. Laughing in his face. Snot rocketing on his shoes. Tickling his taint. This memory brought to you by the before times. Times from long before. Yeah, I was thinking about the before times, how good that was. And uh, I genuinely, genuinely got lost in it. And sort of snapped out. And for a moment was unsure uh, how long I'd been in it. And I started panicking and sweating this has happened a couple of times to me recently um s- small things will make me panic and I'll realize oh I'm panicking now and I'll talk myself down from panicking it's quite a good technique in terms of it does seem to work um but I never used to be prone to any of this so it's a bit strange actually so like the other, the other day um made like a, a tasty like a american meal really so like you know we had mac and cheese we had brisket we had corn we had some broccoli you know some just some good stuff like that and um went to bed and around six thirty, i woke up in a cold sweat worrying oh god did i eat the brisket or not did i forget to eat the whole brisket And, uh, you know, uh, I go to the toilet. I'm just sort of of a bit lightheaded. I'm not good in the morning, so I'm kind of, like, wobbly. I'm just there, like, um, okay, I remember eating the the pasta. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember the broccoli. Yeah, that's right, it was good. Uh, I mean, I remember cooking the the brisket. Oh, wait, there there was the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did, I did. I had it, I had it. Uh, (laughs) go back to bed um, and just lie there for a bit because you know if you ever actually have any kind of panic or anxiety moment um, there's like a, there's a, a, a what's, what do call it what's the word a cognitive reaction your brain has a reaction to it but you also have a physiological reaction like your body gets flooded with I think it's cortisol or adrenaline or, or stuff that that keeps you on edge at least for a little while so I had to just lie there and wait for that to sort of release before I then was able to go back to sleep um again i've never had these i've never had these episodes uh before so what does it mean what do we draw as a conclusion from this data from this various data data i am perusing your data and finding information in your data for example, on the 15th of July 2019, you did this. Went to the toilet. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Um I don't know what that is. It's my new character, Data, <laughs> from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, so I was dreaming about the before times, the before times, times from long before. I'm um, sorry. And uh, and it also similarly left me in a sort of a panic. I'm getting sweaty. What could that be? What conclusions can we draw from my meltdown? What do we think? I think... um, It's COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Genius. Genius. Never thought of that one before. You know now Trump's got COVID. right? oh, breaking news! Do, 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 do. Don't know if you've seen, don't know if you've heard the latest news, the hot take, and what's going on. The scoop, what's the scoop? Give me the scoop, buddy. Um, yeah. Uh, so now Trump's got COVID. I think um that it's gonna be you know something people are talking about a bit because we kind of stopped talking about, haven't we? Hey. You know, we started talking about other things, hadn't we? No, you go first. Go on. <laughs> we'll take it in turns. You go first, and then I'll go. Okay. What else were we talking about? Go. Oh yeah, it's not funny. But you know, ploughing ahead—that's what we're all doing. That's what this. That's what this show is. This show should just be called Ploughing Ahead, and it's just me desperately scrabbling. every week. Maybe maybe literally one episode I should do a remote cast uh, of me scrambling up a hill in a snowplough and the the hill is covered in snow and I'm ploughing. And it's called ploughing ahead. You see? It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be high-minded. It doesn't have to be called something stupid like the bliss of the abyss. I mean, what idiot? What kind of fucking stupid? Stupid. So instead... Ploughing ahead featuring your host his name again mister Plough. Hello, I'm mister Plough. Are you tired of having your hands cut off by snow blowers? And the inevitable heart attacks that come with shoveling snow? Uh-huh. Then call Klondike 5 five three two six. Call now and receive a free t shirt. But I'm a real tightwad. Can I afford this remarkable system? Absolutely. My prices are so low, you'll think I've suffered brain damage. You are fully bonded and licensed by the city, aren't you, Mr. Plow? Shut up, boy. So remember, call Mr. Plow. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. And now we play the waiting game. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Managed to get Doug addicted to polytopia. Ah, yes. <laughs> That's right. My dastardly plan continues. Please use promo code <laughs> TBOTA15. Um, so uh, just I uh, think I should, at this point, um, clarify... Uh, what happened last week um, It was a bit unexpected. Um, so we had, uh, we had a couple of people on the podcast last week, my friends Tom and Peter. And basically the three of us uh, chatted a lot of bollocks. Probably more swearing than usual, probably a bit more controversy than usual. Um, it's just what happens when we hang out together. We've actually recorded sort of a number of these. Um, we were going to bank a whole load of them. And then released them when we were... And this was in the before times. Ah, the before times. The before times. Oh, I'll do it again. Um, and I thought, well, seeing as we're not doing that currently, um, I'm not even sure if it's legal to do it. I thought, well, you know, come on Tabata, as I've come to refer to this podcast. Come on Tabata and we will, um, we will shoot the shit and try and, you know, make it funny. And I'll prepare, yeah? Uh, maybe talk about some old memories. So if you haven't listened to last week, um, I would recommend if you want like a good taste, go to about an hour in and listen to some of the stories from when we used to run the open mic, when I used to run the open mic, but then they sort of became like capitans. Um, And I think we're just at the sweet spot of uh, like, What's that? What's the Michelin web sketch? Like two and a half drinks or something? We're just in that slightly less than two drinks. Okay, so it's like slightly less than two drinks. That's the sweet spot apparently of all alcohol. It's a very funny sketch. I'll put a link to it. My first day as a barrister, and I just don't know if I'm going to be any good at barristering. Perhaps I can help. You. Where did you come from? Were you hiding behind that pillar? No. Now, here's my advice. Take these. And drink them. He hands over two glasses of wine. No buts, just drink. One slightly less full than the other. First one down. And then that's a half, really. How do you feel? Actually, I I feel rather good. Thanks. And he's just disappeared. Um, I said, thanks. It's alright. He's behind the pillar. (laughs) He's behind the pillar. Of course. Yes! I got that guy off that vicious sex murder, even though he obviously did it. Have you been there the whole time? Um, yes. Why? Because I'm one of a group of very important people who have been watching you for quite a while. We have great plans for you, which is why earlier I let you in on one of the world's greatest secrets. What secret? That everything mankind does is much, much easier if you're ever so slightly drunk. Sensation you get between half and three quarters of the way down your second drink of the day when you've just taken the edge off and feel that anything is possible. <laughs> How did you feel after that wine I gave you? Like anything was possible. Exactly. Come with me. <laughs> and it goes on. Welcome to our secret headquarters under- So good. Yeah, that's that's the problem, isn't it? We're with, with drinking booze, isn't it? So I think we were, we were, we were maybe slightly over two drinks at that point. Um, but that, if you can coast on that without getting greedy and wanting too much, if you can coast on that level of drunkenness, I think you are doing good. That's where you are going to have the best of the evening. Where you make mistakes when you are younger or alcoholic is um, you try and try and rush past the first bit. Do you know what I mean? It's like, OK, let's take five shots right now. So you go from sober to five shots deep and your body is like, whoa, that's when you're going to get the head spins, uh, the chucky, chucky, yuppie, yuppie. Um, which, you know, to be fair, has its own type of fun. Uh, oh, but when you get to my age, oh, and your knees have gone and your back is all shot to shit and your eyeballs are coming out. Uh, coming out, your eyeballs are retreating into your skull, leaving hollowed uh, black circles where where lids used to be and your teeth have gone all wonky and your hair's all grey and you're much cleverer than ever before but you're less able to articulate it because your memory's fading and your ability to talk is going the way of Santa Claus up in smoke. <laughs> Does that work? Not sure. Well, why not try Slightly less than two drinks. Not sure where I was going on that. Am I ever sure where I'm going any of the time? Time. Time. Um. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously sometimes. Obviously sometimes. Ah yeah, well. You dim some, you lose some. You know? You know, you dim some... You lose some. You dim some, you lose some. That's all I've got to say on that. Um, why have I got meals at home written in my show notes? So in my show notes, um, I've got a quote there saying meals at home. I, a quote. I have no idea what that refers to. You ever do that? You ever write something down to look at later and go, what the fuck is this? Like I remember once I was going to do a uh, a stand-up show and I had sort of my uh, bits written on a piece of paper. And uh, I was looking through them and I was like, oh yeah, that bit, yeah. And I'll go from here to here. And then, uh, and then I'll do, oh, this is the new bit that I wanted to try. Yeah, uh, milk and homework. Still don't have any idea to this day what that thought was. When I when did I even write it? Don't know. At some point I was like, "Ha I have found the Holy Grail: milk and homework." <laughs> no idea what my premise, what my setup was. Any punchlines? Any tags? Just those three words, and the and was an ampersand. So really, it was two words: milk, homework. <laughs> Have you done your homework? Yes. Have you done your milk homework? Mm, give me a glass and I'll study some more. Da, 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 da. Whoa. So that's what I don't know what meals at home means in my show notes. Maybe Caitlin does. I've messaged her. So far, she has not responded. Well, you dim some, you lose some. You know? You dim some, you lose some. Um... What can I tell you about this weekend other than it was gorgeous? No, it wasn't. The, the rainy season is upon us. The autumn leaves begin to tumble, nay, even fall from the trees. Uh, I did watch the new David Attenborough. David Attenborough, which I quite like. I quite like that his name has bruh in it because that's what all people say now. Listen to any podcasts. Listen to podcasts. Yeah, bruh. I was going to say bruh. Although that being said, the new uh, Bill and Ted is actually quite good. And they do kind of say bruh. But in a different way. They grandfathered in. You can't start saying it now. (laughs) Bruh. David Attenborough. Uh, It's great. Great. David Attenborough. A life on the planet. The one thing about it... uh, And it's a fucking fantastic movie. Have a watch. The one thing I will say about it is having been a fan of David Attenborough over the years. a Big fan. Big fan. Hey, long time listener. First time caller. Um, The one thing I will say is uh, he's made a bunch of shows that have like some combination of life and planet and earth in it. And at this point, it does get a bit confusing if you're trying to search out a specific one. Because it'll be like David Attenborough. Planet Earth. Life on Earth. Life on Planet Earth. Planet Earth. The blue planet. A life on the blue planet Earth. Life on Earth. Life on planet. <laughs> um, but they're all quite good. So, does it really matter? I submitted to you that it doesn't. Um um, David Attenborough, David Attenborough, um, yeah, so it just pissed it down all weekend, but that didn't stop me, so I took my lovely wife out for a date at a sumptuous Chinese, or is it succulent Chinese restaurant, succulent, oh my god, now this is a bit of old school internet, for you here, a succulent Chinese meal. Um, oh my god, I'm so glad I forgot this existed. Okay, democracy manifest. Wow, it has its own Wikipedia. Democracy manifest around 10 years ago, a little known chess champion. Well, how little known can you be? I guess in what circles? You know, he's known in the chess circles. <laughs> Uh, Paul Charles Dodsa, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, became a posthumous celebrity when footage of his dramatic arrest outside a Sydney restaurant for dining and dashing went viral on YouTube. If you're going to go viral somewhere, YouTube's not bad, but you have to listen to, um, to him talking. He gives this, yeah, impassioned defence, okay? And he's just trying to do a dine and dash for like a 50 quid meal and it, it's just amazing it's only a minute long i would recommend you watch it i'm going to watch it now uh again he's um paul Charles dozer yes, just find you just to me that i could speak the sit inside the car not assuring any incredible race oh, i don't what Wait, gentleman this- is Democracy Manifest. <laughs> Have a look at the headlock here. They're trying, trying, trying to force him. Get your hand off my penis! <laughs> this is the bloke who got me on the penis before. Why did you do this? Well what, what is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal. Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, uh, yes. I see that you know your judo Food. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? How get your hands! How is this possible? And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? For enjoying a succulent Chinese meal? Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. <laughs> He's incredible, and he looks at this policeman. They're just—they're trying to—they're trying to cuff him. They're trying to put him in a car, and he is not going gently into that good night. Ah, yes, I see that you know your judo well. <laughs> it's so Shakespearean theatrical. Who is this guy? The Guardian called it perhaps the preeminent Australian meme of the past ten years. Oh, I love how many little different uh, signifiers, what are they called on there? It's like, perhaps the preeminent Australian meme of the past 10 years on YouTube. Let's really narrow that in. And just perhaps, because honestly, there's quite a few to go through. Um, YouTube has several posts in the video and they have more than 1 million views each. Okay, so what's the story this is democracy, democracy Manifest. Get your hand off my penis. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see you know your judo well. Judo? Judo. Uh, the video was made in 1990, but it was not uploaded on the internet till 2009. A mystery developed about who the man was. In 2020, an aging Australian man later identifies as Cecil. George Edwards appeared in a punk rock video by the Australian band The Chats that revealed his true identity as the man in the now viral 1990 video. What? Really? So we know who he is and it's not... Asked why he made such a show during the arrest, he said he wanted to be crazy so he might be placed into an asylum where it would be easier to escape. It was also revealed he had an artistic career making paintings, including some of the arrest. What? Really? Is there... So it's not Paul Child does uh, a Hungarian emigre and chess player. It's not even him. So it's... He, he... I wonder how that clip... You ready? Yeah. What do you want me to say? Democracy manifest. Gentlemen, this is democracy manifest. Yeah, that's definitely him. That's definitely him. Jack. Meet Mr. Democracy Manifest. Ah, easy meal. A succulent Chinese meal. It, It is him, but I'm not watching two minutes of essentially what I already understand as the whole story. This is Democracy Manifest. And now he's selling paintings of him. Being arrested, I guess, you know, this is what, what you know this is what the internet's for. You know. Don't feel sad that it's gone, be glad that it happened. Eh? Hey? You know? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Okay, Caitlin's responded. Um I wrote to her, Why have I got meals at home written in my show notes? No idea. You wrote it yesterday, but I can't remember. Thanks a lot. Um, There's Democracy Manifest wine on sale in Australia. He's people with tattoos. He's called Mr. Democracy Manifest on Instagram. Follow? Don't mind if I do. Uh, He's selling merch. Yes, mate. (laughs) Yes, mate. Oh, my God. Uh, Am I going to have to ship it from Australia? Um, That seems... A bit, amnes the only official wine of Mr. Democracy Manifest, get these succulent grapes into your face. Make your COVID-19. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Zoom update available. Hooray. I've got something that I wanted to talk about because it's really confused me. Um, and it's this uh, how come there's so many freebies on Facebook now whenever I load up the app to post you know post about a new message which is pretty much the only reason I use the app um, it's always like they always they always phrase it wrong they're always like become a product testing influencer Um It's like, well, I'm not going to become an an Amazon influencer. That doesn't exist. Um, But what they basically do is they offer you uh, money in exchange for buying their product. So I've got got some socks. I've got a PC microphone. I've got a headset. I've got a thermometer. I've got two sets of wireless earbuds. Uh, That's just off the top of my head it just comes in the post you take a picture of it submit, submit a review on iTunes uh iTunes give me 5 stars <laughs> it's on my mind um and then they just pay you pay you back everything you spent on it so it's all free and every time i i mean it's a bit of a ball ache i guess you have to take pictures and stuff oh no how difficult but like i i actually needed new wireless earbuds and like the algorithm new the algorithm new i mean at this point i suppose everyone has already spoke about the social dilemma the documentary on netflix but if you haven't seen it definitely see it definitely see it yeah i mean i have i have so many messages in my facebook hello friend are you an amazon influencer Please choose this seller. Do you like this product? No problem. They offer you. They just give you money. They just give you money. That's what. That's what you get. I mean, that's a loss-making business strategy, isn't it? You know. Talk to me. I'm an influencer. Do you think it feels as hollow as it looks being an influencer? Do you know what I mean? Or does everything just seem halloo? Everything's uh, so blurry and everyone's so fake. Who was that? Was it Puddle of Mud? Puddle of Mud. Mud with two Ds. You know? <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, everything's so blurry, everyone's so fake. But not me, Puddle of Mud. Um, name, origin, Puddle of Mud. Taking their name from the mud-caked Missouri River. What? Well, that's not true. Um, did you see the Puddle of Mud Nirvana cover that went, uh, Viral during COVID, early COVID, which we might now be back to. I think they've just announced their closing cinemas, or at least Cineworld and Picture House are closing all their cinemas. So, yes, yes, making progress. Yes, yes, world got worse. Yes, puddle of mud about a girl. Now, I should preface this by saying, About a Girl is a fantastic Nirvana song. And I would love for you to hear the original and the unplugged in MTV acoustic version. Arguably better than the original. Yes, I am a massive Nirvana fan. Yes, I do know everything about them. Come at me with your facts. But I don't know where this came from, but Puddle of Mud do a, a cover. Well, it's kind of just him on acoustic guitar doing about a girl. Oh, there's a bongo. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Jeez. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. You know, you dim some, you lose some. I mean... Yeah, it's wild, isn't it, to think Kirk Cobain was twenty-seven when he died. You know who else is in the twenty-seven club? Simon Club uh, deaths. You know about the twenty-seven club? Of course you do. Music legends who lived fast and died at twenty-seven. Um, so what have we got? We got Robert Johnson, uh, blues guitarist. Fucking awesome. He's the. If you don't know who Robert Johnson is. Uh, according to legend, Johnson sold his soul to the devil in exchange for his mighty talent, which he demonstrated on street corners through the Mississippi, Mississippi, Mississippi Delta. And in the 29 songs he recorded between 37 and 36. Uh, and he was poisoned by a lover's jealous boyfriend. Uh, and he plays this fucking... Dust My Broom is probably my favourite one of his. but Or Crossroads Blues is amazing as well. He plays this insane blues. It sounds unlike anyone else. So Robert Johnson, Brian Jones, founding member of the Rolling Stones, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Kirk Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse. Some big names. Who came up with the twenty-seven club idea? Hmm? Some nerd. <laughs> hey man, hey man, you know, Heyman, uh, Heyman. So why are they giving me all of this free stuff? It's kind of, I think it's too much for me to keep up with. Maybe that's why they do it. Because it's like, if you don't post the review and send them the proof, and reviews take a few days to go live, then they're like, they won't give you the money, right? And so the first time I did it, I thought, well, they're not actually going to give me the money, are they? Why would they? They're just trying to sell products. So, you know, I, I bought the product, I wrote the review, I posted it. And I get an email, like, PayPal, you've received money. It's like, (laughs) what? So it's real? And then it's real. Um, Is it soft power? Do you think it's soft power? Uh, That's that's what I hope. (laughs) But, you know, everything's so blurry and everyone's so fake. I, I don't know. Um... Oh, I might have a guest coming on this week, Friday afternoon. Ooh, that sounds good to me. What should I finish up on here, Harry? Let's finish with one extra little bit, and then I'll be done. I'll be done, 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 I'll be... okay. Okay. It's like, oh, okay, dude, okay, that's enough, that is enough, enough, rough, rough and enough. Um, cool, uh, let me just put on some Vaseline, if you know what I mean. She used Vaseline, if you know what I mean. Um hum. Uh, what I like about this week's show is it's just me. Yeah? That's how you know it's a good show. <laughs> now what should I write in my review of these socks? <laughs> oh, I used to be an actor, now I just sit at home and write reviews of socks that I get for free. And in many ways, that's the same thing. I'll leave you on that. Quixotic note. Have I used that word properly? Quixotic. Quixotic. Extremely idealistic, unrealistic and impractical. Uh, No, I don't think that's what I meant at all. What did I meant? What did I meant? Thanks. Erudite, as usual. Erudite and esoteric. There we go. Maybe that's what I meant. Don't shout at me. (laughs) I'll get panic attack about whether or not I've eaten... Some fucking brisket. the succulent Chinese meal. Um, well, that's going to be the end of this show. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, my God. Uh, I love you, my TBOTA army. <laughs> the army. These are best parts. These are actually the golden moments. So let's just sit in them a little bit longer. (laughs) Never never recycle it. Never recycle it. Never recycle it. What about upcycling? You know you can upcycle something? What does that actually mean? Upcycle. Upcycled furniture. Upcycling, also known as creative reuse, is the the process of transforming byproducts waste materials, useless or unwanted products, into new materials or products perceived to be of greater quality such as artistic value or environmental value and we have a picture here of upcycled plastic film I guess my thing on this is 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 um, was there a word before upcycle that meant the same thing because I'm looking at a lot of these things and you know, like here's a Here's a table and someone has, instead of having legs, it's load of books sort of super glued on top of each other and presumably coated in some kind of uh, polyurethane, I'd imagine. Probably poly, probably poly, maybe mono. <laughs> uh, isn't this just like sprucing up some shit? What's the difference? Upcycle. Would you like to recycle or upcycle? Or downcycle? That's like down dog, but for bicyclists. Uh, Ooh, ooh, the quality's dipped. (laughs) Did you notice? Um, That's because you tried to end the show about five minutes ago and for some reason didn't finish. Well, this time I'm going to come good on my promise. Thank you very much for listening to the show, as I say, in the after bit. So if you listen to the after bit, you'll get to hear me say that again. This has been another episode of The Bliss of the Abyss. Be kind to each other. I love you. Stay true. Blue. Blue. Thank you for listening to the show. This has been The Bliss of the Abyss with your host, me, Robin E. M. Jones, Ruskin Denmark, whatever you want to call me. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting it by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash Abyss and give whatever you can. It really, really helps support the show and keeps it growing and becoming better and bigger and brighter follow us on all the social medias follow me on all the social medias and give us five stars it helps grow the show keep coming back every week for more bliss of the abyss